Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another solo episode with yours truly. Oh my goodness, you guys. If you didn't know already, I am in the midst of moving from LA to New York. I mean, how could you not know? It's all I talk about. (laughs) Um, In all honesty, though, right now, my life is absolute chaos. But one thing that I've been coming back to amidst all the chaos is contentment. And this theme of coming back to contentment has inspired me today to dive into a little yoga philosophy with you today. And more specifically, I want to speak to you about a niyama that I think a lot of us struggle with, myself included, and that is santosha. If you're not familiar with what a niyama is, I'm going to direct you to episode 30 so that you can have a little more context for this episode. So go listen to that episode first, then come back to this one if you haven't already. Or honestly, you could listen to this one first, but definitely go and give episode 30 a listen as well. But just to give you a quick little recap, the niyamas are part of the eight limbs of yoga. There are eight limbs total, and the niyamas are the second limb of yoga. And the niyamas have to do with self-discipline and spiritual practices in relation to ourselves. There are five niyamas total, one of which is santosha. And santosha means contentment. And the Webster's Dictionary definition of contentment is a state of satisfaction or happiness. But contentment as it pertains to this niyama is about maintaining equanimity through all of life's highs and lows. And it can also be translated to a state of mind in which you choose to lean into all of the blessings in your life instead of focusing on what you think you're missing. And the opportunity for me to lean into Santosha has been pretty prevalent for me over the past handful of months, and it has come up a lot for me over the past week because there have been many highs and lows and ups and downs and twists and turns and bumps and lumps and all sorts of things coming up. And you know, we all have the choice to move through life reflecting on what we have gratitude for or focusing on what we don't have or what we think is going wrong. And honestly, constantly complaining about what we don't have or what's going wrong creates a reality of emptiness and lack. We attract what we are. And we are what we repeatedly do or focus on. So the more you focus on what you don't have or what you're stressed out about or what is going wrong, you're ultimately going to attract more of that. Adversely, if you focus on all of the blessings and look for the silver lining of the challenging situation and cultivate gratitude, you're going to attract more good things and more abundance. Yoga is so much more than just 
shapes and poses on a yoga mat. This is why I have dedicated my life to practicing it as a whole. And it's why I've dedicated my life to sharing it with the world because it's all encompassing and expansive. And there's so many lessons to be learned on and off the mat. I cover yoga philosophy in the Yoga Inspired Life program. And when I was teaching regular group classes, it was something that I tried to weave into my classes. And it's something that I think about on a daily basis. Sometimes I don't even realize that I'm relying on yoga philosophy until I reflect back. And over the past handful of weeks, there's been a lot of stress and anxiety around how is everything going to work? What could go wrong? What am I missing? Am I going to get everything done? It's a big move I'm making 3,000 miles away. But the opportunity, as I said, to come back to contentment has given me fresh perspective on the situations that are stressing me out. In life, I believe that no human being is immune to challenges or hardship in some way, shape, or form, right? We all face challenges, big and small, each and every day. But it's important in the midst of these challenges to look for the silver lining and to trust that everything is happening for a reason, even though it can be really difficult to see that in the midst of whatever it is that you're going through. Contentment is not about settling, and it should also never, never be confused with complacency. If you are in a hurtful or harmful situation, you should act immediately to exit that. The key is to move through whatever challenges you're experiencing with contentment and an element of centeredness. Can you be happy and content with where you're at and what you have while working for and attracting what you want? An attitude of gratitude breeds abundance. And it's in the contentment, gratitude, and non-seeking that you actually elevate your energy, which ultimately opens you up to receiving more blessings and more goodness. I think that practicing Santosha can be really challenging for us as a society because we have been conditioned through the media, mostly, to believe that we are missing something so that we will buy whatever they're selling because they are making us believe that it will make us feel more whole. Rather than experiencing contentment, we can find ourselves in this place of being busy getting ready for the next thing or busy wanting what we don't have. But always being in this state of wanting interrupts being. And we are human beings, right? Always being in a state of wanting interrupts living in the present moment, which is the only moment where life truly exists. Even with my move to New York, there were so many times in the weeks leading up to this move where I found myself waiting to do XYZ until I move or not wanting to be in my present reality because of various things, which were all very valid, let me be honest. But what a waste of time. The most valuable thing that we have is time. That is something that you cannot get back, you cannot buy, you cannot exchange, you cannot return. Your time is the most valuable thing. 
this wanting to be something other than what we are or wanting what we don't have can become really contagious. And that is unproductive. You know, I remember when I was little, I just couldn't wait till I was big and grown up. And now that I'm big and grown up, I wish I would have enjoyed being a child more. You know, I don't know whether it's just part of the human condition or if it's because of the influences of the world that we live in, but we're always in this constant state of feeling unsettled or like we're missing something or wanting what we don't have or wanting things to be other than what they are. But as long as we believe that happiness or satisfaction comes from something outside of ourselves, we will remain unhappy. Again, contentment is not about settling for less than you deserve. It's about finding peace with where you're at right now. You know, the older I get, the more I can start to recognize these patterns where there's something in particular that I'm just obsessing over and that I believe will make me so happy once I get fill in the blank. You know, when I get fill in the blank, I will feel complete and whole. And that's the thing I want. But the goalpost is always moving, right? I get that thing. And then suddenly there's a new thing that I need or want. But as long as I don't have that thing, I don't feel whole or complete. And so I'm left in this constant state of wanting. Again, which interrupts being, which interrupts being present. I don't really run into that so much anymore, but definitely I can reflect back and think about so many different things and situations and relationships where I did that and I was always left feeling empty. So practicing this niyama, this limb of yoga off the mat and in your everyday life looks like you finding contentment with whatever comes up and with whatever is in the present moment. Can you maintain an evenness of temper and cultivate fulfillment and happiness within yourself, independent of the world around you. If you allow yourself to be so deeply affected by everything you have or don't have and everyone outside of yourself, then who are you really living your life for? That's a really exhausting way to live. And I say that with peace and love because I lived my life that way for a very long time. But if you can find contentment, regardless of what's happening around you, you take your power back and you can start to live more intentionally and choose what you spend your energy on versus just kind of going whichever way the wind blows, if you know what I mean. And the last thing I'll say before I let you go is let the act of Santosha simply be a practice for you. The practice of yoga as a whole, which is much more expansive than just the physical practice is not about being perfect or getting things quote-unquote right. It's about cultivating a deeper awareness of how you are showing up in the world and relating to others and to yourself and to make an intentional effort to just try to do better when and where you can. This is why I think having practices that you engage in on a daily basis that support you in self-reflection is really important because if you're not taking time to pause and mind the gap if you will and reflect there's probably a lot of moments that you're missing where you might not be practicing santosha and again it's not about 
doing it right or getting it perfect, but giving yourself an opportunity to pay attention and gain awareness to where you can improve. Because the practice of yoga, physical practice and yoga philosophy and yoga as a whole, is just there to help you feel better and guide you towards being a better person, a more whole person for yourself and for the world, right? So it's just a benefit to you to slow down and reflect and to make an effort to practice these niyamas and yamas and the other six limbs of yoga too. That's my little bit of yogic wisdom for you this week. I know the last few solo episodes have been a little bit shorter, but that is because I'm moving, if you didn't know already. I know, I've talked about it every single week. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's been a lot. And I've wanted to continue the podcast for you because I love connecting with you in this way each week. But um, I had to strike a balance. It was either take a break from the podcast which I did not want to do. Or the other option was to do some shorter solo episodes when I felt inspired. And that is what I chose to do because I want to keep showing up for you through this move. And I have some really amazing guests in the next few weeks that I'm so excited to share with you. And then in the next few weeks, I should be feeling settled and good in my space. And um, I'm excited to see where we go with this podcast. By the way, thank you so, so much. The Yoga Inspired Life podcast is ranking in the top 200 charts internationally in such a big way. Thanks to you. Thank you to your ratings and written reviews and sharing the podcast. It truly means so much to me and it just makes me so happy that so many of you are resonating and connecting to the episodes. And I just love you guys. I love this community that we're building here and I'm just grateful and yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will catch you in next week's episode and that's a wrap on another episode of the yoga inspired life podcast I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.